Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Of course, I am Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Good morning, Timothy. I'm feeling really good because it's not 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In another world, a world that in most ways I'd rather be in, we would be in this studio at 6 a.m. reacting to the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. I'd be wearing my Miami Vice jacket for that. Audio listeners, I'm sure you can still see it somehow. It's very loud. <laughs> That's how loud it is, yes. Uh, but I didn't get to wear it yesterday because the GTA trailer just dropped out of nowhere, leaking first. Right. Then we reacted to it. The world is in a tizzy, in a chaos. How are you in a post-GTA 6 trailer world? Um, it feels good. It feels good. I've still been kind of scrolling through the footage, trying to find out if there's anything new that I can see or anything interesting. Uh, it's, it's exciting. And then I got kind of bummed out by some of the devs' tweets talking about, like, man, we were going to celebrate this all together uh, in the studio tomorrow this is supposed to be a big moment for all of us so that does kind of bum me out for them but the reception is still obviously out of this world and people are very excited for this game that they've been working so hard on yeah really hard on <laughs> wow gta dude gta just gets us going it gets us in the mood uh this is kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday we get together to talk about the latest and greatest in video game news of course you can get it live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games or youtube.com slash kind of funny games you can also watch it later on youtube or roosterteeth.com if you want to get it as a podcast search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games daily and we'll be right there for you uh, today's stories include GTA 6 is real. There's so much to say about it. DC games don't have to be in the DCU anymore and a whole bunch more. A little housekeeping for you, Andy Cortez. Our GTA 6 reaction is live now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. It has an amazing set. Beautiful. Totally beautiful. Uh, you can watch it now, just like almost 100,000 people have done. Thank you all for hanging out with us to watch this, It's especially because it was last minute. <laughs> people jumping in, there was a lot of chaos. Really proud of us, though, to be able to just be like, let's go, and we made it happen. So that was a lot of fun. I would. I think what we also need to do, maybe, uh, if Barrett has any time while we're discussing one of these topics, just to bring up maybe to see Google Trends and what their search looked like in that moment when yeah. this thing finally happened like it had to it had to have like sh it enough power had to have been consumed to like power several large countries 100 percent uh ps i love you xoxo is live right now and it's super special because bless and greg got to play the last of us 2 remastered no return mode and interview the devs uh you can check it out on podcast services and youtube.com slash kind of funny games i'm very jealous of them because we just watched the the trailer for for no return that they dropped yesterday Fantastic trailer. By Great the way. trailer. Yeah. Don't let uh, GTA be the only trailer that dropped yesterday that everybody's paying attention to. I was pretty surprised by the look of it, by the vibe of it. Uh, 
the competitive aspect of, uh, you're not really competing with each other, but it just seems really cool to have um, all of these abilities and survivors you can choose from with mm -hmm. all these cool costumes. It seems pretty neat, Tim. Yeah, it really, really does. Um, but you can check out the the thoughts of Bless and Greg, who actually played it over on PS I Love You. Uh, Arashi Castles of Sin Final Cut is out today, and we're doing a fun sponsored stream to show it off. You can watch Greg, Nick, and Joey uh, take on the role of the deadly assassin and travel across feudal Japan to defeat the six Oni of Iga. It's VR's award-winning stealth action experience, and you can watch us play it today right after KFGD. Uh, so right after this, there's no post show. We're just going straight into it, having putting Greg into a virtual world. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Jackson Hampton and Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by Shady Rays and X-Real, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's get into the Roper Report. It's time for some news. Four stories today. A baker's dozen. Story number one, GTA 6. <laughs> What's the headline? I don't know. You can pick or choose it's here. There. Everything here. we know so far, because we know a lot more today, Andy, than we knew yesterday. We had a lot of assumptions. There were a lot of little bits and pieces leaked over the last couple of years, but actually seeing it crystallize in the trailer. How many times have you watched the trailer so far? Oh, man. Well, I had to get home and watch it on the big screen mm -hmm. several times. Uh, around 10, I'd say. I'm, I'm around 10 as well. Yeah. Which is impressive, you know, and uh, in 4K. This one's a stunner. Looks really damn this good. One, this one looks real great. Um, in case you missed it, the trailer leaked yesterday. That's the news here. Cat uh, Bailey at IGN reports, less than 24 hours before its anticipated debut, the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer appears to have leaked. The account was quickly suspended. We were there. We lived in the moment. Andy, I want to I blame you, honestly, for parts of this because you're the one that brought it to my attention. You ruined my day. <laughs> With well, this news. It, well, it was uh, no bell on Twitter, mm -hmm. and then it was immediately, maybe five, ten seconds later, Wario64 on Twitter, retweeting the actual link, uh, which uh, told me to buy Bitcoin, BTC, mm -hmm. and it sent us all into a panic. Yeah. It was pandemonium around here, and not knowing what to, especially because of the plans for tomorrow, right? Like everything, or today rather, everything being sort of jumbled around, we have a lot of things we need to do and shows we need to make and that just kind of threw everything for a loop and it was yeah again i keep on saying like i just wish we had the succession uh videographers and cinematographers in here kind of recording all of us and the, the fast zoom ins on tim and be like i need a moment i need a moment <laughs> it so was funny, dude. Like, hilarious dude but, but we got it done and and yeah like that's that's the the sad thing is like it leaked just so unceremoniously mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean at like 4 p.m. Pacific time-ish, maybe a little before then. Um, no, a little before 3, I guess. Yeah. And uh, it, we, we were just like, oh, man. And it was just such such a bummer. Like, so close to this event that we've been building to that, like, the world is excited for. Uh, and, I mean, I got to say, I was supremely bummed out about it leaking. Like, And there's a lot of conversations to be had about leaks and uh, things of this nature. Uh, but I would just say personally yesterday, that was a, a major, major bummer that, you know, my spirits were lifted being able to see it once they just dropped it. But it was still kind of like a damn, this could have been something real special, you know? Yeah, especially being able to see whatever the live viewership would have been in that moment had it been all of that anticipation leading up to the 6 a.m. West Coast, 9, p or 9 a.m. Uh, East Coast sort of time. I would have loved to have just seen whatever the numbers were in that waiting room because they were 
they were already stacked when there was nothing. There was no live chat. There was how many millions? I've, I've heard, or maybe it was just like 500,000, 50,000 or something yeah. like that. There was 50,000 people like over 24 hours before the trailer was going to drop just sitting on the YouTube chat. The, the YouTube chat was turned off. Finding a way to hack page. into the YouTube back end. <laughs> yeah. Happened. And yeah, we still don't know exactly what has happened. So yeah. uh, Rockstar then responded saying our trailers leaked. So please watch the real thing on YouTube. And then they just dropped it and put it out. Uh, we reacted to it. But in a nutshell, Rockstar says Grand Theft Auto 6 heads to the state of Leonida. Leonida. We're not exactly sure yet, which is essentially Florida. Home of the neon soak street of Vice City, which is essentially Miami, and beyond, beyond, in the biggest, most immersive evolution of the Grand Theft Auto series yet. Coming in 2025, features two characters, Lucia and a man maybe played by Troy Baker. Maybe. It did sound like One it. word. Yeah. But, but the word was trust. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a word that we know <laughs> so well coming out of those lips. Do we do but we want do we want to hear it again? Just Yeah, to, let's hear it. Okay, okay. Trust. Trust. Like here's the thing I can definitively say. It's definitely not not him. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I also just think of Greg. It's definitely with the in trust backwards. Range, <laughs> I was sure. thinking. I was thinking of Greg's trust backwards being spelled out. <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I do remember when Troy Baker was kind of you know becoming more of a name in the scene. There were a lot of other voice actors that were kind of like, oh, hire diet Troy Baker, and that should be fine. And those actors always did a great job. But there's a lot of actors in that voice range, like Barrett was just mentioning, that I feel could fit that mold. But it'd be, I think it'd be really cool if we just got to, you know, play a Troy Baker or have him, you know, be our husband. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Either way, it sounds good Beautiful to me. Beautiful man. I'm yeah. I, I don't think it's him, but I definitely think it could be. And I mean, obviously I'd be excited if it was, but I, I feel like to your point, like that could be someone else. And like my gut says it's not Troy Baker in a Grand Theft Auto game, but I don't know why my gut's stupid. My gut says it's Andy Cortez. Uh, you would tell me, right? You sure you want to go through with this, Ellie? Give me a trust. Trust. Holy shit. It's <laughs> Andy. Good. Whoa. <laughs> uh, interestingly, it's not coming to PC at launch. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, actually, Andy, Greg wanted me to have you read that. You wrote this so that I could read this? Mm -hmm. Interestingly, it's not coming to PC at launch, Rockstar says. Rockstar Games, the publishing label of Take-Two Interactive Software, is proud to announce that Grand Theft Auto is coming to P PlayStation 5 computer, computer entertainment systems and Xbox Series X and X games and entertainment systems 2025 greg comments serves you right you fucking pc losers ha 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 Sp like uh, spreading out the ha's as if he's the fucking joker yeah like, what's going on here yeah yeah he did ask for you to read that uh but I, you know obviously the pc thing conversation there to be had but i want to take it a different direction i want to take it into the world of playstation here because proud to announce grand theft auto 6 coming to playstation 5 computer entertainment systems there's a plural there there's, there's a plural there and you know are we reading into this too much? 100%, because that still grammatically makes sense just talking about the PlayStation 5. It works there on are the smaller plural one. plural PlayStation 5s out there. Oh, yeah, and you're right. There's, there's the smaller one, uh, which, you know what? In real life, I'm really into it. Seeing the pictures, I was like, I don't like how this thing looks. Seeing in real life, I'm like, Ooh, Oh, cute. really? Yeah. To me, seeing the PlayStation 5 mini, just adding that little slot down the center, I was like, okay, this looks... A million percent better than it it's, did. It's really interesting. I I'm, I'm I warmed up to it in a way I didn't expect to. Um, but I don't think that this wording 
is like hinting at any like future PlayStation systems. Although I am entirely convinced we're gonna get them uh, around the. It is weird they put game. the little wink emoji afterwards. Kind of odd that they would. <laughs> yeah. Include that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the PC stuff. Like, I mean, let's just start here. Is this a surprise? Um, for me, it is because I feel like they have found a lot of success on the PC, especially with how popular all their role-playing stuff and and how that's given GTA. I don't want to say a new life. I want maybe like a 10th or 11th life because GTA has gone through many different mm -hmm. lives and many different successes. But I do think that Rockstar wants this game to launch with as little amount of problems as possible. And when you introduce a million different combinations of PC SKUs and processors with GPUs and motherboards with drivers and all that stuff, like, look, I love PC gaming. That's going to, create a lot of issues you're going to launch a game that's going to likely have you know the sort of thing where it's like well, it works fine on my pc like i don't know what the fuck you all are talking about well i can't get 13 frames per second so something's wrong with this i think they want to avoid that it makes sense like they don't want that to be to dominate the conversation how so many new games do launch and then we come on here on games daily and say People are pissed off because Jedi Survivor doesn't run. I mean, real talk. Like, I, I think this is a conversation we're probably going to have over the next couple months as we do, you know, retrospectives looking back at the year. Like, poor launches frame the reception of a game forever. Mm -hmm. Like, no matter how much you fix things and come back, like, especially, um, I mean, Cyberpunk is one thing, but Jedi Survivor is another where, even within this office, there are people that the launch, the problematic uh, tech side of it, tarnish their experience so much that even when it's all fixed now whatever you go back to it it's not going to be the same you know what i mean like i feel like there's just like the the conversation has already kind of like set in on what that game is and that's because of the way that it launched it's not because of the quality of the game itself but at some point those things are intrinsically tied right, right? and like that i think is uh when you look at it on the scale of a grand theft auto that is the scale of a cyberpunk and i mean we we've talked about this a lot recently but it's wild that because GTA 6 is coming out so far after GTA 5 and GTA Online has come out in between those things. And we kind of associate GTA Online and 5 as the same thing because they are, but also they're not. Right. But because of that, what is Rockstar competing with with GTA 6? Because to me, it simultaneously feels like Fortnite, Naughty Dog, and The Last of Us. And things like cyberpunk. Right. In different ways, in how open it is, how multiplayer and, and living it is. And then this, we are pushing this forward, prestige, facial animation, storytelling, like cinematic gameplay stuff. That's a lot, man. <laughs> and to your point, like they got to get it right. And so limiting uh, the systems it's on, I mean, inherently will help avoid what happened with cyberpunk of, hey, it works great on pc doesn't work well on consoles and that's because they didn't have the time to to tune all of those things at the same time i'm i'd be very interested interested to hear what the conversations are going to be with xbox regarding the series s because this game looks far and away more advanced than anything that we've seen in terms of all the hair physics and all the models we're seeing and uh, the uh, that woman who like flips her hair the the women hanging out of the cars with their hair flowing like all that stuff is that's a lot of like physics simulations happening on the screen and there's a good chance that similar to when uh, you know i'm playing resident evil 4 remake on pc and you have the ability to turn on the super high-tech hair 
tech mm-hmm. for uh, Leon, for Leon's hair, beautiful hair, gorgeous man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I see a lot of those things being sort of scaled down, uh, similarly to when people were talking about, well, we can't really get um, a co-op shared screen experience, couch co-op stuff for Baldur's Gate 3 working. What are some concessions we can make? Can we work with Xbox to make it so that that doesn't have to work on the Series S? It's going to be super interesting, dude. It is to the point that, like, I... I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a scientist. I'm not many things, Andy. But you got a great coat. Th- thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. Uh, but when I when I look at at how this game is going to to end up, I got so distracted. I don't even remember what I was oh, saying. So you got yeah. excited about the yeah. coat. Yeah, I did. You got excited I, I about the coat. Got thing. the fucking coat. That's how loud it is. I can't even hear myself think, Andy. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. I, know, I remember what I was saying here. Um, the uh, I don't understand like the like the requirements of saying things like this. Like, why they even say what systems it's coming out on if they didn't need to do that yet? Unless they know that they're trying to. Unless this is a thing of they're putting PlayStation and. Xbox is like, well, no, no, no. With our partnerships, you're putting ours too, and we're requiring you to put both. Because like, it just seems like, jumping ahead to my point, I don't think this is going to come out on the S. I think there's going to be something that they're like, eh, it's not playable on the S. Or there's going to be major concessions made to like, that are going to piss people off, but they're just be like, it is what it is. That would make the most sense. I think that would be the smartest call, is to have the S be a significantly powered down version of it. Um, hopefully not to the degree that we saw Arkham Knight running on Switch, where those up-close animations and those the up-close models look dreadful, right? But there's going to have to be a lot of changes made. They can't keep the same... They can't just have one Xbox SKU work on both Xboxes. Like Obviously, you're going to have one console with more power capabilities, with higher GPU capabilities. Um, I still am just kind of bummed about the no PC thing. Like I, Again, I, what I, everything that I've just said, I get it. It makes sense. It's the right logical call for your business and for not having like a super scuffed launch. But this game also just looks like the most technically advanced thing we'll see for quite some time. And I want to play that on my massive, massively powered PC, right? Like I feel like I'm, I I don't want to watch Oppenheimer on my cell phone. You know what I mean? Oh man, console people are going to get mad at me for that. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I have this expensive machine because I want these premium experiences. Mm-hmm. And so that is kind of a bummer. Um, somebody just walked into the doorway right now. With the right dumbest now. smile on his face. With the... Jesus Christ. I don't, why do you don't put the smoke, smoke machine in? Yeah, don't no. smoke machine in. He's just eating an apple, I think. I'm not sure. Hmm. Got this Sasquatch walking behind me. <laughs> just enjoying the show. <laughs> I have to mind you. I can't ignore you. You are a presence wearing a Windows XP shirt. Uh, Eating an sweater, apple, by the there's, way. There's some like there's must be significance to that. Is in that some the glory way. days of your PC gaming? <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it, uh, it's it is interesting though. It's like like to to make this thing launch correctly, whatever that even means, right? Because we were talking about this yesterday about like is it going to be 60 frames per second? I doubt it. Like I highly doubt it. I think it's going to be 30 and very beautiful. I think it will be on whatever probe that you were mentioning. Yes. I feel like that is a that that feels like a given almost mm-hmm. uh, in the way that w- that we've seen you know technically advanced games coming out for Switch, and we know that oh that's going to be a lot better on the Switch Pro. Um, man, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. But that's like to my point about the the, the Series S, right? 
I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know that it's not going to come out on S. There's going to be some tomfoolery. There's going to be news stories that people are upset about that might be similar to the Baldur's Gate thing, but there's going to be issues and the Series S is going to have to be addressed. Right. They're probably going to end up getting this game running on the Series S, but it's not going to be... it. Look, Rockstar are fantastic, and they have proven that they get things right. They always get things right. They don't always get things right. Remember, yeah. remember the trilogy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know it's very different. I know it's an incredibly different thing. Series S, though. But they also kind of had to oversee what was happening with that trilogy, right? But again, I'm, I'm hoping that is one of the lessons learned by them, mm -hmm. that we cannot do this again. What does suck is, like, I feel like that eventually, they, they kind of mentioned that, that put the remaster or remake or whatever for Red Dead mm -hmm. 2, Red Dead 1, one. on hold. Uh -huh. And it's like, well, don't blame, like, you can't blame one on the other. Anyway, um, yeah, this is going to be super interesting to see exactly what decisions are made um, I'm going to guess right now, 1080p 30 for Xbox Series S. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, something I did last night after watching the trailer for the 10th time, uh, is I was like, man, I'm in, I'm in the Vice City mood. Like, I want to, I want to play some Vice City, but I didn't have, uh, I, I was upstairs. And I was like, such a loud crunch I, into that apple. So many it's, crunches. <laughs> I went, aren't you done with the apple? How much more is it a crunch into? <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring three apples up here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Another apples out of his fucking pockets. Um, but I was like, I, 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 maybe I want to give Vice City a start, like just play through it or whatever. And I, I pulled up a, a YouTube video. Barrett, if you could just, just go to YouTube and pull up Vice City long play and then just, Go just to. What do you think Vice City looks like in your mind? Oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. It's like, I remember what it looks like. Yeah. But especially after watching yesterday's trailer and then looking at Vice City, I'm just like, this might as well be Mario 64. I mean, <laughs> like, every character. Nobody on the streets. Every character's hands are the size they're, of a they're, goddamn. Fucking <laughs> like Donkey Kong. They, all, they, all, they all got Buster Cannons for hands, man. It's so, so, so <laughs> funny. But like, um, I mean, okay, the, the, the girls so you're like in the street. One thing that does kind of make it more ageless for me is the stylized character. For sure. If they would have gone for realism, then it would have looked even worse. But yeah, you're gonna have four people maximum running around on the screen. It's, it's and this just, is definitely the remaster. Like this is oh a, yeah, yeah this yeah. is a port uh, or, or whatever. But um, it, but it's just so funny. Like getting getting on a motorcycle. Like the way the camera looks when you're driving on the streets. It's just like. It's just so oh, so man. empty. It's amazing. So nostalgic. Well, it's just like, dude. but then looking at what we have now, it's like, oh shit! Like, imagine this gameplay, but with how that looked yesterday. Come on, feel the noise. Just riding down in my yellow Camaro. Oh yeah, oh, I, I was goodness. a motorcycle boy. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would swap it up definitely, especially when you're like, go, there's those couple of ramps near the nightclub that I would always just like try to make like the coolest jump slow mo with the music playing. Oh my god, the garage, dude. Nothing cooler, dude. Come on, Nothing but it's cooler. even funny. Like I was watching gameplay of of our boy Tommy V just kind of walking around, and even just like the walk cycles are like so funny. They're all very they, cartoony, yeah. Yeah, it's super just stylized. so so funny. But. Um. Well, yesterday when I was mentioning how I wanted to see Rockstar and all of these amazingly talented devs, um, I would lo I'd love to find out what the budget of this game is mm. <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, but when we talk about all these amazing devs and all the money that they have and that they could pour into uh, research and development for tech for this video game, the not necessarily gameplay innovations I'd like to see, but the detailed innovations I'd like to see when we're talking about how Red Dead 2 came out and 
or Red Dead Redemption 2, rather. And the horse's balls, balls. The I horse's knew it. balls will get smaller. I knew smaller. he was going to say it. The horse balls will get smaller in the winter and, or in cold weather. What are those? It, like, is it all just going to be ball tech from here on out? Or like, what else are we going to see push the envelope into like booty tech? I don't want to go yeah, to dude, a gas station right. and gas up my car, but I want to see other people gassing up their car and leaving. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to be too simulated in the way that Red Dead Redemption 2 kind of felt like a GTA tour San Andreas. Huh? GTA San Andreas. Well, I mean, RPG stuff lost me, man. I hated the I hated the eating. Yeah, yeah I hated I hated the whole like gym aspect and like or gaining weight to get Here's to be thing, more though. tanky or whatever. We were dumb little kids. Do you think we'd like it now? No, no. I don't. Even I don't, if they revamped it, like if they made it, like if because I'm with you. I'm I'm more of an arcadey, fun, chaos type of guy. But if GTA Six was more fully featured RPG esque, and they like went for that. Would you be interested in that? Um, I think so now with a different lens on it. But I think coming from Vice City, I was excited to just have a new setting and a new character and cast of hilarious people that I can run around with and just like shoot up people with. An awful lot of context sentence. But adding those uh, RPG elements in there, I was like, this isn't what I want. And they're light, they're, maybe they were largely ignorable. I don't remember that back in the day. I just remember playing for like 10 or 15 hours and be like, okay, I'm, I don't really want this, you know? No, oh, yeah. No. But the game, the, the sort of, again, those detailed uh, aspects of it that I'm looking for, um, planes coming down and landing, people maybe deplaning from the plane, airports, mm. insides of buildings that can really show off how detailed, the, the type of shit where you walk in and you're like, dude, the, the, the wine glass breaks when it hits the ground, but the plastic bottle bounces and fizzes up. And if I shoot the plastic bottle, then the the soda shoots out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's Metal the solid two shit, but yeah. just like but turned in, up in twenty twenty three, right? Yeah. Like those are the type of things Five. that I'm looking for that I want to be extremely impressed by. And and I think that they're going to deliver because we've seen them deliver on all sorts of little tiny things like that in the past, especially with Red Dead Redemption two. Yeah. Did you know that Grand Theft Auto's not? Sorry, GTA Five's not on the Switch. Wow. Yeah. I had never considered that, you know. Yeah. But then again, I, the Switch to me is just always the Nintendo machine. Yeah, but like you would just, I mean, Chinatown stories it's came out on the DS. And yeah, it's everywhere. And it, it sold so much, so many copies. And like, you know, like think pretty of how much, many more on the Switch. Think of that player base. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that, right? Think about like when we talk about sales stories of video games, it's Grand Theft Auto or it's Nintendo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or maybe a PlayStation exclusive. So it's like Nintendo people, doubting, people doubting in the chat if it could run. I mean, that game came out on the 360 and the PS3. And yeah. even if it can't run, that won't stop them from putting it out, something out on the Switch. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, 100%. But Nintendo doesn't want GTA 5 on their storefront next to goddamn Kirby. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't like. <laughs> I, mean, they, I guess they got, they got anime porn games on their thing too. Yeah, they got the tree, uh, GTA trilogy on the Switch. Dark Souls is on Switch. Yeah, <laughs> next to Kirby. It's a good experience. Kirby's over there trying to become the Ashen one. So, what does this mean for you in this new GTA Six world? GTA Six trailer already has more views than Cyberpunk, Red Dead Two, and Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom reveals combined. Combined. Then. Combined. Does that is that affected by live viewers? Somebody refreshing their page. Um, 
Because it was a premiere, right? Technically, it was a YouTube premiere. No, it, well, it was going to be a YouTube premiere, but I it think ended up not being. They one. I don't ended think. up just dropping. Oh, it. okay, yeah. okay. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's still wildly impressive. Why am I acting like I'm trying to add a caveat? I mean, still to this? wildly impressive. Yeah. I mean, dude, it. Before we even get into the story, I, yeah, fuck it. I'll get and these it, trailers have been out for years. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is huge. That's no surprise. Uh, sorry, this comes from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, but Rockstar Games' GTA 6 trailer has surpassed 69.2 nice. million views within 15 hours, meaning it's already been watched more than the reveal trailers for the aforementioned games. The highly anticipated anticipated debut trailer uh you already know all this stuff uh while 69.2 million is a lot of views under any metric it's even more impressive and almost unbelievable when compared to some of the biggest video game releases of the last five years uh cyberpunk 2077 for example the futuristic open world role-playing game from beloved developer cd project red has 28.6 million views on its initial teaser trailer <laughs> that's wild to think about uh but what's crazy to me is mr beast tweeted today who recently just broke the record for most views in a single day. He just got beat by this. Oh, right. I think it, uh, uh, how many millions of likes does it have as well? Like, I don't know about the I, likes. It, it broke the likes record as well on YouTube. Uh, Darren Bonthus at uh, GameSpot chimes in and says, as spotted by discussing film, the GTA 6 trailer has broken the record for the most views in 24 hours on a non-music YouTube video. At the time of writing, the trailer has amassed almost 70 million views. Uh, if Rockstar is looking to break the record for most views in 24 hours overall, it still has a long way to go to topple Korean band BTS and the 108 million views that it achieved in a single day for its butter music video. On Twitter, the tweet announcing that a trailer was on the way now sits with over 2 million likes, making it the most liked gaming tweet of all time. Wow. Big numbers. It's, it's, I mean, again, the only thing I, I feel like keeping Grand Theft Auto outside of the like household name kind of realm is a singular protagonist in the way that Mario and Link and Zelda, you know, like... Characters like that kind of stand the test of time and ask any grandma and, you know, grandparent or just parent at home, they'll likely know who the hell Mario is, right? There's not a whole lot that you could say about GTA characters, but Grand Theft Auto is the the name that kind of carries all of that weight. Yeah. Um, it's the, again, this is just one of those titles that it just surpasses the gaming sphere. It's, it's, not, it's not just gaming Twitter and, and all of your favorite personalities that love to tweet about their gaming experiences. This is this far surpasses anything else that we've ever seen in gaming. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to keep talking a little bit more about GTA six, but we're going to do that right after a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Xreal. Turn any game you're playing from any console, PC, or handheld into a 130-inch virtual big screen with Xreal AR glasses. Available now at xreal.com and Amazon. Xreal AR glasses usher in the era of wearable displays and are perfect for gaming, watching movies and TV, working at a desk, or checking out augmented reality apps. Xreal AR glasses connect to Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, plug directly into your Steam Deck, ROG Ally, PCs, Macs, iPhone, Android. You see where I'm going with this. Our very own Kevin Coelho has been playing with the new Xreal Air 2 glasses and 
Unsurprisingly, he is absolutely obsessed with them. It's awesome. It's the big screen experience, perfect for using on the go or at home for playing games anywhere on the biggest screen possible. The picture you see is crisp. The built-in speakers give you rich audio. The glasses are lightweight, only two and a half ounces. And because you control where the virtual screen appears, you can rest your head, neck, and shoulders comfortably without getting any of that tech neck you get when you're staring down at screen. You can get your Xreal AR glasses now at xreal.com or Amazon. This episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. Tis the season of giving. Get the perfect gift for a special someone, yourself, or both. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers an unrivaled product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Y'all know I've been outside in the sun a lot playing Pokemon Go, and it's such a great experience wearing Shady Rays when I'm out and about looking dope. And that's not all. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out a very merry deal for the season you can go to shadyrays.com use code kind of funny for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people by going to shadyrays.com using code kind of funny and you'll get 50 percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member fdsc If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. In the Twitch chat right now, Real Rob Rowe says, Everybody in here is too much in the video game bubble. This trailer is so much bigger than Fortnite or Call of Duty. The president is going to see this trailer. The people running for president have probably already seen this trailer. <laughs> they know what to warn the country about. <laughs> yeah. Florida. It's yeah. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very, very, very funny. It's like uh, when Biden uh, saw Mission Impossible. He's like, oh, man, AI. Like The, the, the next AI president's going to play GTA 6 and be like, oh, man, Florida. got to do something about it. <laughs> Uh, so Killian writes in just like you can at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. Uh, the GTA 6 trailer is finally released and it looks great. The question now is, when do we hear about this game again? Will Rockstar drip feed information similar to what they did with 5? And when do you think the next trailer will drop? It's December. I'm going to assume the next time we hear something is Summer Game Fest. Around that time. Not like at a Summer Game Fest. Mm. I think just around gaming news time. Yeah. We'll get... Now, the question for me is, like, is it going to be another cinematic, here's our world, or is it going to be, in Grand Theft Auto 6, 
Yeah. The, your balls get smaller in the winter, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And that, the horse from Red Dead. Yeah. He's showing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Larger in the summer. Um, yeah. Exactly. In Florida, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's it's going to be interesting because 2025 is vague. Uh, there's, we were talking about this yesterday, but there, when you piece together, um, old quotes about their fiscal years and financial expectations, it does seem likely that they're going to be aiming for Q1 2025. Um, just because they're, they're saying that they expect a spike during the fiscal year that coincides with ending, uh, in March, March, end of March of 2025. So with that being the potential plan that they have. We all talked yesterday. We kind of expect that not to happen. Like that maybe the game won't officially be delayed because I don't think that they're going to put the date out until it's ready. Um, we were, me and you specifically, were kind of projecting a, a May, June uh, release 2025 for this game. So with that in mind, with that as being what I expect, I think it might be a little post the Summer Game Fest era closer to like maybe like a, a August or a September. And then I think that the marketing is going to just be an all out assault Blitz. from then on. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be like a, Oh, here's a big trailer. And then like, it, I think it's going to be kind of like cyberpunk that where there was that turning point where, and here's the night city wire or whatever it right. was. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Uh, and like all that stuff. And it felt like there was like so much to talk about cyberpunk. And it was like so exciting. And like, there was just so much, you know, um, I think it's going to be like that. And I think that it's not, we're not going to hear about it for a while after this, I'd imagine, um, at least not in any real way, but I do think there will be like a lot of tidbits dropping. I think there's going to be a lot of interviews, like now that the trailer's out and I think we're going to get a lot more information on, we'll probably get like info on stats and info on size and info on like how the game's going to work a little bit more. Just from Some like exclusive interviews, things yeah. like that, and I imagine Game Informer will have an exclusive on it. And exactly. Well, the Game Informer, I imagine that's that's further down. That might be the August right. thing, right? Um, but I I think that we'll just get like a, a sentence here, a sentence there. There will be many games daily headlines that are involved in GTA Six over the next year. <laughs> right. Going back to uh, like how they kind of paced out GTA Five trailers. Uh, that first reveal trailer, which is similar, I think, to like just like a tone setter, uh, like the GTA 6 one, was November 11th, 2011. And then trailer number two was uh, early November 2012. Um, and so if they're trying to hit 2025 here, yeah, I, I would say like I'm along the lines with you, Tim, of it, it was second trailer, if, if we get anything, would be somewhere in late summer next year. And if it's... They're trying to hit that first half of 2025. I would expect like a five minute breakdown gameplay video like they did for five at the very beginning of 2025. Yeah. I have a feeling that this game is almost in that Tears of the Kingdom realm where the last year of it will be polished. Yeah. Like I, I have a feeling like that they're that far along and this game has been being worked on for quite some time that that it may be like core stuff is largely finished and a lot of it is just like tightening up systems, tightening up simulation type things. I, I mean, this is so unfounded, but I'm so with you. I get the feeling that for all intents and purposes, we're at that moment now. Like, I don't, I don't know that and I'm probably wrong, but my gut tells me the reason they announced this now is that they're at that point where they're like, we're confident on, on getting this thing out. It is just about those tweaks and stuff because I do think uh, that let me actually bring a reader mail question into here. Um, we have 
Pantito Bandito saying, uh, hey, KFGD crew. My question's one I'm sure has been discussed before, but with GTA 6 release date confirmed for 2025, bar any delays, this will be released seven years after Red Dead 2. As it is now, Rockstar, Bethesda, Bioware, CD Projekt Red, to name a few, are inherently stuck for the next decade and beyond, creating one of two IPs in their arsenal for a game that will take a player at most a couple weeks to complete if they even decide to finish it. How does a company decide to spend most of a decade developing a single game when a smaller, more concise version of the same game could likely yield the same pro profits? Do developers want to spend that much time on a single game? Obviously, you can't apply this to every single game. Every single one's different. But with a lot of the, the different um, teams and games that you mentioned there, there's profit there beyond just a normal campaign. video game, right? And beyond the campaign, especially, obviously, with something like a Grand Theft Auto. This is way more of a platform than any of the other ones we even talked about here with Bethesda or Bioware or CD Projekt Red. Uh, but even having said that, look at Cyberpunk the last couple of years. Look at how much they've been able to kind of reinvent that game. And with Phantom Liberty just coming out, like restoking the energy in a major way um, on top of all the IP stuff with the, the anime on Netflix and things yeah. like that. But um, I think it's an investment and I don't think every game can be that. And I think that if it was, and you know, in a lot of ways we are moving towards that. Like let's look at PlayStation studios right now. There's a reason we don't know what a lot of the teams are working on because they released a lot of games in the last couple of years. And then it's like, Hey, they're working on the next one. It's going to be a while, you know, it's going to be four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for the larger titles. Totally. So, uh, I, I taking this and like applying it back to GTA, it's like, I, I think that they're probably at a point now that they need to put a end point. They, they, they I think that they called their shot as a way of being like, Hey, we we're confident we'll be able to get it done. We're, we're in the, the Zelda tears of the kingdom kind of like refining mode, but you could refine forever unless you're like, no, we're calling it here. So I think that dropping the trailer yesterday was them shooting their shot at that. I think you're likely correct. Um, I don't know. I think with a company like Rockstar, when, when uh, Pantito Bandito is mentioning, why would when a smaller game and a more concise version of the same game would likely yield the same profits, I think that with Rockstar, one thing that I am happy about is that this game does not look phoned in in any way, and they could have likely done that. Like mm -hmm. Bandito Bandito is mentioning, when you have a name like that, you can drop something that people are still going to gravitate gravitate towards, but you also know that you have this legacy and this prestige of being more than more than the video games industry, right? And yeah, you're right. You have to build a platform because GTA 6 Online is going to last for the next 10 years, and um, and that also kind of makes me think about why it's smart to not release on PC at launch, is that it feels like you're giving it feels like you give the game a second life. Yeah. When all of the internet is talking about holy shit, Grand Theft Auto Six just broke the all-time concurrent Steam players record. Mm -hmm. Like every a lot of other games have done in the past, where suddenly this game comes out. It's like having a second release almost. And console players, it's a good chance they buy it again on PC or whatever, and yeah. they buy into the the modding and they buy into the that sort of community where uh it goes beyond just what the single player aspect of the video game is but yeah you have to this is rockstar making another platform for the next decade and beyond yeah and it, it, that is i think the most important thing for this game to do because we see it with gta 5 gta online is a, a entire amazing system that pe millions of people are loving every single day that is built on a system from 2013 that was not prepared for what it would then eventually become. And I think that now they're able to build a system that is prepared, is at least more 
understanding of what multiplayer internet gaming looks like today because we didn't know back then right you know what i mean like things have changed so massively so uh enough about gta for now i'm sure we'll talk so much more about it moving on to story number two here uh, DC games don't have to be in the Boring. DCU. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this comes from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. Uh, not every incoming DC video game will be canon to the new DCU, which kicks off in 2025 with Superman Legacy and Creature Commandos. DC Studios co-CEO James Gunn previously revealed the DCU will incorporate other media, including video games, but it turns out everything developed within the world of DC, not everything, will have to be canon. Uh, Threads user... Uh, Hen Vratsky's asked if it was a requirement for all incoming Warner Brothers game titles to be in the same DC film universe from now on, to which Gunn simply replied, no. This is perhaps unsurprising to some fans, given DC's other practices. While the DCU will be a shared universe between five films and five TV shows so far. For example, several other film and TV shows are still being developed, such as Batman, Cape Crusader, and Merry Little Batman. This is not being a this not being a requirement for games also frees up the likes of Rocksteady, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, and Monolith Productions, Wonder Woman to exist in their own space without crossing messy lines with the DCU. Not surprising. Not surprising. I just wish that there was a, a bit more care put into the words used by these studio heads um, when it comes to this type of stuff because I know that they don't want to um, say too much or say the wrong things, but then I feel like oftentimes they just end up doing just that by omitting things or by just over saying things because he said it was going to and now it's not and it's like i know things change but it just almost feels like for these type of announcements like especially when you're talking about something as volatile as the dc universe of movies and even the dc universe of games when you look at what rocksteady is about to put out right now uh and uh with gotham knights and, and all of that i it's i just want a little bit more Feeling like I trust that they're in control. I guess that's what it is. With all the bad news from Warner Brothers and all of that, it's like, this doesn't instill me with faith. It's probably the right answer, though. It's. I think it's definitely the right answer. I think initially, maybe Gunn was a lot more optimistic about what tie-ins could happen or, or what tie-ins could exist within the DCU, but then I think realism set in, and you have to kind of be realistic with your expectations. I do love Gunn's transparency, though. Like, I've always been a fan of that. It reminds me, James Gunn is like Phil Spencer to me, where people will tweet at Phil and he will reply yes or no. And that's kind of, that's very, very rare. And where on the other side, Feige would never do this. Feige yeah. would never answer a fan online tweeting at them or, or hitting them up on thread. So I love the transparency there. And I also do think that this is the right call, though. Like, I, I think it's, it seems like it's impossible given just given the timeline of how long it takes to make a video game. Yeah. If you want to make something gigantic and something that's going to be a blockbuster title, you don't want it to come out three years after the movie came out. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, it's definitely the right call. And um, yeah, I, I, I guess we'll wait to hear more about Suicide Squad Killed Justice League whenever that news is ready. Whenever that news is ready. I mean, Andy, the game comes out in like two months. Yeah, but I mean like previews and stuff. Oh like that. yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah gotcha, gotcha. Because um, I mean, yeah, we were literally almost to the day, two months away from this game coming out. Less than two months. We're real point. close to Avatar as well. Yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> we crazy. are. Avatar like this week. It's crazy. What? Yeah, Avatar is. Wait, is it in two days? Yeah. yeah I think is it so. today? No, is it just, I think it's Friday. No. I think it's Friday. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, story number three, Starfield gonna Skyrim? Question mark. This comes from Haley Williams at GameSpot. I'm very interested from in what Paramore? this means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Xbox is celebrating a new milestone for Starfield after Phil Spencer announced it's now seen over 12 million total players in the three months since launch. Uh, the Xbox head also talked about the future of the space exploration epic, comparing Bethesda's ambitions for the game to Skyrim's extended life cycle. Uh, speaking at CCXP in Brazil, as picked up by IGN, Spencer celebrated. I wonder why they were there. Uh, Spencer celebrated Starfield's success since launch. Starfield has now had over 12 million players since the launch of Starfield, and it still sits in our top 10 most played games from our studios. When asked if Spencer could see Starfield having a similar lifespan to Skyrim, the Bethesda RPG that is still popular with fans 12 years after its release, he said, that's our goal. Spencer added that, the Todd, that Todd Howard and the team at Bethesda hope that Starfield can be a similar experience to Skyrim for people who love space and space exploration. That's you. Andy. That's me. I love it. I love um, so, quote, so we're already, we've already announced that we've got our next expansion coming, Shattered Space. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> we've already told the community that they'll get all the mod tools so that they can go create their own content in Starfield, which has been so important for Skyrim. Uh, so a ton of confidence that for many, many years, Starfield will be sitting high in the gameplay. Once again. Cool. Wanting to make a platform for the future. Yeah. Totally understandable. And I like that they are... Uh, kind of admitting that we are going to be more involved in that, that I feel like that makes things feel more official rather than, you know, it can be kind of daunting for an outsider to come in and go, wait, what mods do I need to download? Wait, there's a new thing that expands the story and gives me like new NPC interactions. How do I get that? I feel like when things are kind of partnered up with Xbox, it feels a bit more official. I know that there's probably going to be some worry with, Maybe Xbox meddling with whatever these sort of uh, mods may be, but I'd say there's don't worry about those then. Just go with whatever else everybody is making. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you excited for uh, this shattered space? Oh, I am worried because I never like fully rolled credits on it. I just got to a point where I knew what the future was going to be because I spoiled myself and watched Greg's awesome video on it, mm -hmm. chronicling his adventures. And then I decided right before in game, like, oh, I'm just going to be a little space cowboy. So I, I'm wondering if it's going to require an end game finish. You mm. know, I doubt it. Right. Like, I, I feel like it's the type of game or type of, yeah, like game and just expansion that they'd want to give kind of a second life and bring people back. And like, I think that they'd expect, I mean, they have the data. I, I doubt the majority of people beat Starfield that started Starfield. Right. I do feel like a, as well like with the Fallout 4 DLC, I don't think that it was required to beat the campaign for fallout mm. 4 but i don't know if they're in a different headspace of especially with <clears throat> what they're doing with all of that for starfield I don't, yeah it'll be interesting to see pretty excited to see maybe if bethesda goes for the cyberpunk approach where we are consistently and going we're going to address issues that maybe you've had about the game since launch you know will how long will this be in development for right i know the game's already out and people want the finished product at launch, but that just feels like a, a more of a rarity nowadays. So I'd like to see, like, in maybe two years from now, there's still something coming out officially from Bethesda where they say, hey, guess what? Now, now the NPCs uh, do this and that. And maybe, you know, in the way that Cyberpunk made police act more like police do in the Cyberpunk world several years after the game launches, you know? Yeah. Uh, we'll have to wait and see.
or Shattered Space, man. Fires of Rubicon. <laughs> a lot space. of cool words. Uh, story number four, PlayStation Access Controller Review Roundup. Uh, this comes from Dynamic Reactions at GameSpot saying, the world of adaptive controllers can often feel expensive and overly complicated for a player with disabilities, paying $100 plus for a base controller and then an extra 80 plus for extensions that you're not sure will work for you feels intimidating and at the end of the day, like a significant investment for something that may not provide the ideal experience. However, adaptive ergonomically designed and affordable equipment is a hole in the market that Sony is now attempting to fill with the access controller. After using it for a week in my own setup and with a variety of games, it is a significant first step towards an accessible controller for the PS5 and something that the industry can learn from. Uh, at IGN, they gave it a seven, Grant Stoner, uh, saying, for the first time since 2019, I can finally resume trophy hunting and play some of the most accessible PlayStation games. However, while I genuinely enjoyed the access controller and am thoroughly impressed by the software that powers it and enables options like turning buttons into toggles and on-the-fly profile swapping, I'm left disappointed by the somewhat narrow target audience for this controller. Rather than design a device for physically disabled players with limited reach or atrophied hands, PlayStation instead seems to focus on individuals who can either move their arms or extend their hands across the entire controller and push buttons with a high level of strength. If anything, the access controller's proof that the disabled experience is not universal. Will this device benefit every physically disabled player no but it's a necessary tool hopefully future iterations will include more ports and then uh uh vivek gohill at eurogamer says overall it's clear that great care has been taken to improve playstation's previous lack of hardware accessibility and this is a giant step forward for the company the access controller software is the real star of the show here and the level of customization available is impressive it allows disabled gamers the chance to experience playstation games without unnecessary barriers Whilst the controller has multiple positives, though, it also has limitations. And if you require a full controller without using the DualSense, then you'll need to purchase a pair of devices. Gamers will still have limited functionality if they cannot hold a DualSense controller, if they find the button resistance too high, if they require more than four external peripherals, or want to utilize haptics or the touchpad. So, sounds like it is a great product, but just a step towards decent uh, start uh, yeah decent start a, de a decent continuation i would say yeah. of um a, a trend towards um investing in in something that is so important to the the gaming community out there so um and with all the strides that they've made in accessibility since the very start of trying to make games just playable uh for a multitude of 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 different people i think that they will take all this feedback and, you know, jot it down and iterate and make something better next time or or make uh, extra accessories or not necessarily just iterate on the same product, but maybe they're, you know, like they were mentioning, you know, uh, disabilities aren't just so, uh, it isn't just one little category of people. There's a lot of different things you have to keep in mind for. So it does seem like maybe in the future we'll see Multiple peripherals, yeah, multiple Absolutely. versions and things like that. I think that's great. I, I would expect that at this point. And yeah. I, I, I do feel like, like I, what I would love to see is, is some level of standardization, but across everybody where it's like almost a requirement, right? Yeah. But I, I feel like we're far from that, but um, I don't know. I'm hopeful that we're, we're moving towards it. Um, hopefully that day is not so far away. But if I want to know what's coming to mom and grab shops today, Andy, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Today we got Crime Boss Rock A City Update 6. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Someone call Mike. Uh, Skater XL I thought they were gonna. Switch. I thought they were going to call it like... Um, Great uh, 
themes all around six and it would just be gta six like yeah <laughs> like, kind of just nailed that like that would be a great way to capitalize on this totally uh skater xl on switch disney dreamlight valley a rift in time uh cyberpunk 2077 update 2.1 atari 50 the anniversary celebration holiday content update uh arashi castles of sin final cut quest uh final cut coming to quest uh pc vr that must be ps PSVR and PSVR 2, uh, and uh, we're doing the stream right after this. So you can check that out. Fall of 76, Season 15, Atlantic City. A lot of updates, a lot of seasons, a lot of things. Mm -hmm. What's the problem with seasons is they just get out of control so fast. Like Season 15, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they, like, what, there's no solution to that. They made 12 seasons of Young Sheldon How. Well, that's like, a, you know, that's a, <laughs> I'm talking about for video game updates. <laughs> you bring up a good point. <laughs> uh, deals of the day for you. GameSpot says, following their reveal last month, Sony has released the next batch of free games for PlayStation Plus subscribers. December's PlayStation Plus lineup includes LEGO 2K Drive, Power Wash Simulator, and Sable. All three freebies... Three freebies is hard to say. Freebies. All three freebies are available to claim from now until January 2nd. Very cool. Very cool. Um... Real quick, just want to give a shout out. We mentioned it at the top of the show, but a lucid dream writes in uh, and says, as far as trailers go, I know that GTA six is going to get all the love today, but I wanted to mention just how awesome the trailer is for the last of us. Part two remasters new mode, no return. Every sound effect from a reload to a gunshot to a punch is perfectly in sync with the thumping music. And it looks like a lot of fun, just a very well executed trailer and has one of the, and it's one of the best I've recently seen side note. It's a shame. There's no multiplayer in this mode. So I've been saying, um, man, I've been saying, but yeah, I, I do agree. This is, of a very well choreographed trailer with sound and music and it's sort of it just makes whatever this experience is look not dreadful and cool as hell you know I, what I, mean? I love it man like this trailer it was awesome it's just so well edited so well produced and uh it also just shows the game off and like at a time that we're getting super hyped looking at gta 6 like goddamn, how does this look this good it's nice to see last of us part two and be reminded of like oh man yeah we are spoiled as gamers pretty good video like, game. it's just absolutely beautiful uh and what a great trailer too of like going through the timeline and then having to return back like ah oh, ah oh, y'all did it naughty dog good and job as a reminder uh greg and bless got to play a few hours of uh no return um and they break it all down on today's psi love you xoxo so if you think this looks rad as hell learn more about it over there go check that out um let's look at uh kind of funny.com slash you're wrong See what we got wrong here. Nothing. No shot. Um. Yeah, this is definitely editorializing, but I'm just going to throw it in there because I find it interesting. Uh, Dake side says, hi, guys. Uh, apparently, the supposed voice actor is not Troy Baker, but apparently it's Brian Zampella. Uh, he's teased himself with GTA 6 stuff for a while now on Instagram and other social media outlets. So, I don't know. But, I don't know. Um, maybe Brian's just in the game or something else. And then Mr. Pedro rocks says yesterday, Tim, you said if you asked if you could play as Optimus prime in Fortnite, sadly you can't because he was a battle pass skin, but you can get Bumblebee and Megatron and the battle bus as a transformer. Well, that's bullshit. But also though, so still, if you got Optimus during that battle pass, you could still play as Optimus now, right? If you had it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's so cool. Like, I'm just so impressed forever. that, like, so far, with very rare exception, there hasn't been, like, 
all right, like we're taking them out of the game because of licensing reasons or whatever. And like at some point that'll have to happen, but it's impressive that it hasn't yet. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's also shocking that that many textures being loaded at the same time is it, still functional. <laughs> so many textures. Uh, this week's host, we got Blessing Me tomorrow. We got Thursday, a very special show at noon Pacific time. So two hours later than we normally do the show. It'll be me and Andy. Oh, really? Uh, doing a, a games daily uh, to prep for game awards, Andy. Oh, wow. You're that, right. That's, that's this Thursday. Oh, my God. That's this yeah. Thursday. GTA so, threw everything off for me. Oh, oh yeah. Every, <laughs> everything is in a tizzy right now. Uh, but yeah, we'll be live at noon and we're just going to be live all the way through the game awards. So we're going to be doing games daily uh, and then after that a little post show action after that they'll be streaming some stuff and then we'll get the pre-show going for uh, i think the plan if i remember correctly is hitting at like 4 p.m get yep. the pre-show for um our the kind of funny pre-show for game awards us all hanging out having a good time uh then we'll cover the actual pre-show of the game awards and then the game awards themselves will so, there be pizza hut we'll see everybody um because i think it's just me you and mike so yeah oh is mike time. a pizza hut guy and he's going to have to be. He's going to oh, have to yeah. learn to be. Of course. He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. Uh, well, I love you all. Oh, Friday is uh, Mike and me. It's going to be great. Ooh. That's going to be great. A little, little fun Friday delight. Uh, but until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.